Welcome to the Heavy Hitter Takeover Podcast. Tonight, guys, we have another little roundtable talk, you know, that seems to be our thing. But before we get into all of that, today is a special, special, special day. Today is Big Fat Five Jazz's birthday. So we're going to just sing birthday. happy birthday. She didn't know that I was going to do this, but we're going to sing happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Before Don't happy birthday. Happy birthday. No, no, no. Wait, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. They're going to be mad because they're going to have to sing it over. I want y'all to sing it like the Temptations. So if y'all ain't coming with it like that. Happy, happy. Go ahead, baby mama. Hit it. Hit it, baby mama. Oh my gosh. Like smoke. <laughs> She's oh my God. Lord Jesus. But everybody just wish her a very, very, very happy birthday. Thank but again, you. Yes. Show your titties. The one and only. Yes. Okay. So tonight, guys, we're going to be talking about weight loss. You know, we are some big ladies and, you know, some of us have went through uh, weight loss surgery. Some of us have lost weight the natural way. So we're just going to touch bases on, you know, all the aspects that it took the beforehand, during the process, after the process, their social life and how people, you know, of them so we have two special guests that we're going to basically give their both intake on the weight loss procedures and what they did and you know give us some good tips on how to go by losing weight because you know some of us love the body that we're in but some of us do want to lose weight some of us thinking about surgery or you know they're scared of surgery so we're just going to be talking about that topic tonight. So, ladies, if y'all just want to go around and introduce yourself, yeah, y'all know it's me, Janae Plush, and then everybody else, y'all can just introduce yourselves. Well, I'm a special guest. I'm Mocha. Hey, Mocha. Hi. Mocha. I want to get to Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, y'all. One and only Black Cherry BBW. Cherry, can you marry me? <laughs> and it's me, Vanessa, heavy hitter member. Oh, Vanessa, let me touch that pussy and bless you. <laughs> Yeah, we did tonight. Popping bottles. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jazz. Jazz, I'm here. Introduce okay. yourself. Oh, I'm Big Fat Fine Jazz. Um, so we can start the topic off tonight. Let's talk about how was life, social life for you two before you guys decided to lose weight? You want to go first, Nessa? Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. So, 
I'm Vanessa and Vanessa from Vanessa and Purpose. And basically I'll be coming from the perspective that, um, cause I had gastric bypass about 10 years ago. I went from being um, like almost six, almost 600 pounds. Um, I did get down to about 350. I have gained some weight since then. Um, but my social life when I was almost 600 pounds was, was pretty good. Um, uh, just contrary to what people might have thought. Um, I know, especially looking at popular TV shows like My 600 Pound Life, thinking that everybody over, over 400 pounds is sitting up at home eating bonbons in the bed. But um, I was actually in college. Um, I had traveled to Europe and uh, so different parts of Germany and France and Switzerland at the time. Um, yeah, so I was a, I was a full-time student. Um, I went to community college, went on to a four-year college, graduated um, before I had gastric bypass surgery. So my life was pretty full. I would say the only thing that was, of course, difficult, you know, carrying a lot of weight is um, I had a mobility scooter to get around campus because my campus was huge. So I could not get around like normally you get about 10 minutes to get from one class to the next. And that 10 minutes includes you going to the bathroom, you know, and walking time to get from one building to the next. Well, I was on I was on a campus, um, California, the University of California, Davis. It is a huge campus. Um, you can Google it, look it up. It is huge and buildings are pretty far apart. Um, but I mean, it's pretty normal walking time of about five minutes or so for normal or regular sized people. I don't know, I'm, I'm putting my quotation fingers up. Um, but for me at almost 600 pounds, um, it was very, very challenging. And I knew when I did the school tour prior to um, enrolling in the school, I knew I was gonna have to get something. Um, but again, I was young. I was um, 26 when I started. I was 26. I was young. So I did not want to be in a wheelchair, a motorized wheelchair, which is what my insurance was trying to prompt me to uh, buy. <laughs> but um, I saw a cute little mobility scooter. It has a horn, has some good speed on it. And I, I pimped it out with like some signs, flags, stickers, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, but I had to get something. I knew I was gonna need something to get around campus. So um, my social life was pretty bright. Like I went to college parties, I hung with friends. Um, of course it was really hard. I think the hardest part was people judging me and putting me in a box of uh, that I was fat and lazy. Um, I had some Students say that I didn't get there on my own merit. I got there through affirmative action, which affirmative action was abolished many, many years before I had even started college. Many, many years, matter of fact, decades, decades. Um, uh, I had people that didn't want to team with me on group projects. I was oftentimes left alone or left as last for the teacher to assign me to a group, um, which the group was very upset or hesitant to accept me. So. Um, yeah, it was quite challenging. You know, I still had very hard, challenging times, you know, not to mention um, it was a struggle to just carry that much weight around. Um, I had lymphedemia that that hung off my leg. So when I did walk, it was very difficult. And um, but yeah, so, you know, dealing with my own stuff, 
um, to myself in private is what I did. Um, smile out to the public and everybody else. I'll, I'll, you know, that's what I did too. When I was at school and around other friends, that's, you know, it was like, hey, what's up, girl? Hey, what's up? Like, that's what I did. I cried when I got home. Um, and so, yeah, I know I took a while, but that was, that was my social life. Well, okay, so with me, Mocha, I have been big, I'll say from the age of maybe eight all the way until like my late 20s. So as a child, my dad used to make grits and eggs and bacon and sausage every morning. Not on Sundays, it was every morning. So I was used to eating good. And then as I got older, that's the only way I wanted to eat. So... As an adult, I would eat like that. Then I didn't realize how it was affecting my body until I started dating this guy. And he would point out to me, okay, well, you a big girl, but you pretty. But then he'll say, you could be smaller. Or he'll just like criticize me in different little ways and play the little weight game or whatever. So it, it didn't bother me that much because I know I had other friends that were big girls. So it's like, okay, well, shit, I got a whole crew of big bitches by my side. So I ain't worried about what you're saying, nigga. And plus niggas like big girls. So <clears throat> with that, after a while, I started noticing that I couldn't do a lot of things. And it started becoming challenging with my health. I started having aches and pains in my body and it's just, you know, people, and I, I'm skipping a whole lot of it, but people would treat you different when you're bigger. I'm going to say that now because when I was bigger, I had boyfriends, but they were like boyfriends in the dark. They would be the boyfriends that wouldn't hold my hand in public. They'd be the boyfriends that want to come over after a certain time or the boyfriends that claim me when they felt like claiming me. And you get tired of that shit. That shit becomes monotonous after a while. So I mean, you know, I'm about to get emotional. I don't know. I'm trying to not be emotional. So no, with I that, we with you. I understand. Girl, yeah, it's, 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 no, because it it comes like it comes. It's it's deep. It's real deep. It's like it so is. much. I can I can say so much about it, but I had to do it naturally because for one, I don't like no nobody cutting on me. I don't even. I barely like getting shots. So yeah. I had to just. I had to build up the strength to just say, look. You're going to have to cut out the bread, cut out the butter, you know, just try not to drink the sodas, you know, dilute them juices, have a flavor. You got to have flavor because flavor is key, but you got to find a way to substitute that flavor with something healthier. And it just, it took a lot. It wasn't easy because I was big all my life. My heaviest was 490 and now I'm at 230. So it's like, it, it wasn't easy. It was not easy. And to this day, I mean, I still kind of struggle, but it's like, I got to remember where I was so and how I was uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Is that Mocha talking? Yeah. So is there, did you feel my, you know, did you write down your recipes and stuff like that? Are you working on like a cookbook or anything? I'm just asking because yeah, your girl want to know. Well, I'm not, I'm not working on the cookbook. I could, that'd be a good idea, but I just kind of just did it by the heart. Like I would see the things that I would eat because my weakness was butter. I had to eat everything with butter because butter is fucking bomb. Butter is amazing. Butter makes everything taste good. And I said, the way I'm eating butter is a sin because I was, <laughs> I was putting butter on everything. I was just melting butter sometimes and just putting it on bread just to be eating it as a snack. Like, and that was my weakness because like I said, as a child, my dad used to make them grits and with them grits come the butter, with them biscuits come the butter. When you're frying bacon, you're saving that bacon grease and you're frying your eggs in it, like shit like that. 
it kind of just, it sets our bodies back. And we're not supposed to have that in our bodies. Even though it's food, we're supposed to take it in, but we're not supposed to abuse it. And I was abusing the fuck out of some food because food is good. And food is comforting because I was in a very mentally abusive relationship and it's like okay when you in those kind of relationships with men food you go to if you ain't got nobody else to go to food gonna be there food gonna make you feel good but at the end of the day it's gonna fuck you up because they go that extra pound that you wasn't expecting or that extra two pounds you wasn't expecting but what I did though I just went clean I ate I would eat the things that I like, but I would substitute that butter with like coconut oil or olive oil, or I was trying to not fry so many things. I started baking stuff. And then my trick was to have a smoothie in the morning and I wouldn't have a smoothie with like the protein powders and all those substitute nutrients. I just did a three ingredient smoothie, which was just kale, pineapple, and banana. That was it. And I got used to that. At first, it was like, what the fuck you doing? This shit nasty. But it wasn't nasty. It was my mind playing tricks on me like, you can do it. The pineapple is the key and the banana is the key. The kale is just what's going to help you lose weight. And also, you got to drink that tea. That green tea is key. You may not want to drink that green tea without no sugar, but you got to not have that sugar. Just drink it straight if you can. You know, just I had to just change the way I ate and the things I drank and then the people I was around. And I had those fake homegirls, you know, those were the ones I could say the only solid person out of all these years I have now to this day is my baby mama, that's Jazz. And everybody else fell off because when I was big, they fucked with me because they felt like, you know, they could they could take me to the mall and go inside of Forever 21 before they became a plus size store. But they would take mm-hmm. me to that store and I'd be up in that store with them while they buying their little skinny clothes. And I'd be like, well, can we go to Ashley Stewart? Bitches didn't want right. to go in there with me, you know. So I was I like, "Fucking hey, bitches!" So, you know, Talk about it. Like that, it was shit like that, and it kind of bothered me. But you know, I chunked it up because this was my life. You know, mm, yeah. I couldn't really, I couldn't really, you know, force nobody to do shit that I want to do. I would most of the time just do my shit online shopping and just, you know, get what I needed to get, go to tour, get what I needed to get for me, since I didn't have friends to shop with. Yeah. But so I was just, you know, I just ate clean and just changed my my diet. And then after my dad passed away, I really had to change my diet because I'm not going to say my weight loss is because my weight loss is mainly because of his, of his passing. But when he passed away, I kind of changed the way I ate because my dad used to cook me everything. Like my dad, mm. he used to get on the grill, make them ribs. I mean, he used to he used to throw down. He made sure his kids ate because he never wanted to have skinny ass kids. Me and my brother. Cause he lost his weight too but it was just like after he passed away it's like okay well i'm not getting this meal no more or that meal no more so i gotta find something else i like and then i would just like you know come up with different little recipes like right now i got this soup i like to make it's just chicken boiled chicken with like chicken broth and i just throw in corn and all kind of different vegetables fresh vegetables and this shit is really good and you could eat so much of it and get full and it's like really natural you know, and it run right through you. It's coming out your system the next day and it's not staying in your stomach and it's not building fat cells and whatever. So that helps. Send and I ain't gonna lie, that waist training helps too. Oh, send that to <laughs> me. Send that to me, baby. I'm locking this bitch down. Amen. <laughs> hey, it's just that I haven't, like I say, I would say I haven't been drinking any soda. I haven't been eating any red meat and I've been just dying. I love steak, so... Yes, steak is fire. But in another key to thing that I do is I don't, I try not to eat after six o'clock. Oh, I have man. like an eating window. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. 
I mean, it's easy though. It's not hard, but it just take a lot. It took me years to adjust though. But after I started seeing the results, it's like, okay, you can do this. Oh, two years can do it. Okay, that's all. Yeah, it's it's not bad. But like, it wasn't easy though. I can tell you this: people treat you so much differently when you when you got the weight, and then when you don't have the weight. Like guys that. I, that wasn't even thinking about fucking with me back in the day. Like, niggas I had the biggest crushes on wasn't even thinking, wouldn't even look my way. But then when they see me, like, oh, that's you? Oh, well, can I get your number? No, nigga, because when I was a big girl, you weren't trying to rock my world. I'm good. Yeah. No, it's good. I ain't even skinny, and I got uh, the same high school. <laughs> high school. High school. I'm yeah, just I, that's what I'm saying. I know you're not scared. I'm just saying, like, I'm not even skinny or nothing like that. And like just a change of 200 pounds. And now dudes is like trying to knock down my door. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Right. Like, Where was you at? You know? You weren't um, shooting with me in the gym. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, you guys, I'm sorry, but I don't play them type of games. If you're not sucking down this fat through the straw, then we ain't cooking with each other. Exactly. Baby. <laughs> Exactly. I'm some of the best. This some of the best skin you gonna ever taste, and this some of the yeah. best meat you gonna ever see. Um, yeah, that's it. Y'all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wasn't I- like totally small. Well, I always been like kind of had a little meat on my bones, but yeah, I'm gonna take a win for a win, baby. It's some good loving right here. When I lay next to you and throw this big ass thigh around your neck, boo, that's a <laughs> neck bone right there. Baby, I don't play. I'm sorry, y'all. Go ahead. He's got a neck bone. A neck bone. <laughs> like, it don't stop. Because I hate when, you know, we stereo, well, well, us is being big and, um, you know, how we lose weight and then we back in front. It's, it's traumatic. I feel like it's so yeah. traumatic. It, it is. is. It's not easy. It's not it's like, not. Um, it's like we, you ha- you fighting demons, I feel like it. Cause oh, and yeah, then when people day. see you trying to do it, they be like, oh, well, you can't do it or you ain't going to be able to do that. You yep. can't stop eating that. And then when yep. you get that, when people tell you that, you get that shit implanted in your mind and then you start believing the shit that people say and that's the problem. You can't believe what people say. Fuck what people yep. say. You can do whatever you yep. put your mind to. Yeah. Fuck people. That's why right now I don't even be getting on social media. But I think I'm gonna go ahead and start getting back on because now I'm like, fuck people. Exactly. I mean, the, and you know what? And then that sometimes there's like I feel like social media can get draining, but then you know you gotta just put the two aside. Pick the pick some days that you're gonna be on social media, and then again, um, people love body shaming and stuff. I'm just I I'm just. Like I say, I'm borderline. You can get the Skrilla fucking with yeah. me. Yeah. I don't play that. And, um, you know, I love myself. Fat you got to. You got to love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, who else going to love you? You're right. Yeah. In my 20s, I struggled with, you know, gaining a lot of... In my 20s, I was like, oh, my God. But entering into my 30s, I was like, bitch, get it in. Because, you know, that's when big women start popping. But, like, when I was younger, like, 18. It's hard, especially when you got skinny-ass friends. (laughs) That's what it's like. Oh, that's funny. My friends are number one. She always been the number one, like, literally. And when we hang together, I'd be like, bitch, we a 10. 
I'm sorry, y'all. I've always <laughs> been like that. Because she's so skinny and I'm like big. So I always been like, we'll 10 together. You know, if you want to add a triple hundred, that's how it is. You feel me? But yeah, I don't know. I never got too much of that body shame and stuff, y'all. Momo, I like how you talked about um when you said the friends always want to like have you tag along but never really include you in girl i hated that they, that's back in the day when forever 21 only had like they sizes and they didn't have the plus sizes like they do now so we'll go to yeah. the mall everybody want to go to the mall like for the holidays since everybody's birthday was like toward the holidays like november december january and whatever so we'll go shopping for our birthdays and they'll have me in the stores with them and i'll be like okay well ain't shit in here for me so i'm like okay well can we go to lane brian ashley stewart you know we go over there toward we ain't got nothing over there for us so then sometimes i would have to branch off and just go over there and find me something real quick and then go back up in there with them like i got what i want but damn it's yeah. fucked up y'all couldn't help me find an outfit like i just helped y'all motherfuckers find an outfit <laughs> no yeah and i'm glad you said it because a lot of people um deal with that like i know i dealt with it a lot in my life um and I, my friends and my family they try they try their best to try to accommodate me and i say accommodate because they always try to look out in a sense but but it never was the way I probably really needed it to be done and yeah. I said it because um you know if I was going out you know with them I, I was often probably not actually not asked to go out as much and with them and then when I did go out you know it wasn't like I was the person like out on the dance floor it was like oh okay hold our coats while you go and that you know, too hit the floor that too. because you know men so watch men, the baby watch the right. baby while we go out and go hang out with our with these boys or guys or whatever you know so oftentimes i was that person that was just the hanging to the side type person yeah mm -hmm. exactly i was then that you person get to one. Then go you out get to the one. party and you the one that's watching everybody purses and shit mm -hmm. yeah and then yeah. you get who you know feel like you just the tag along for that for that reason you just claim mocha that you the tag along to watch the stuff to watch the purses to this and that and different little shit like that and also too you find out later that your you know your skinny friends then went somewhere real nice and real popping and then invite you want to say is you wouldn't have came anyway <gasps> you know, i anyway, promise you i promise you i say that all the time mm-hmm you wouldn't have came anyway. So we didn't even bother asking you because you weren't going to come. Yeah. That's foul. Heck mm -hmm. foul. But definitely, yeah. I mean, the, the similar things about like even your natural journey to weight loss and my journey to weight loss actually looked a lot similar because prior to me having the surgery, like anybody knows the surgery is you have to lose weight prior to surgery. You right. have to lose weight prior to surgery. You have to go to therapy. You have to get some um, tests ran on you to just kind of see where you are health-wise. You know, um, they have to get whatever issues or conditions that you have under control, all of that before you go to surgery. And so um, a lot of like the, my transition was just like, I sat with a nutritionist and I was the first thing I did. And they were like, okay, well, we got to go over like what you're eating and so, so unlike I, my journey started with being overweight at birth. So I've been overweight since birth. My whole life has been fat. <laughs> so, which I, Mine too. I have no qualms with my, I, I don't have no qualms with. I was, a, I was always the most prettiest of the bunch as well. So, <laughs> right. Uh, 
but um I I was pronounced like I have I have it on my records obese as a five month old and my mother was doing nothing but breastfeeding me getting upset with my mother my pediatrician would be very upset with my mother like what are you doing what are you eating what are you giving her my mom was like just breast milk like I'm not doing it you know she's like she's just hungry you know I'm giving her what she when she she's whining she's crying she's hungry she's hungry and so um so I just grew up being a big girl all my life I ate vegetables my mom cooked home cooked meals like I ate fruits I hate I ate cheese I ate, you know I ate those things that you know we are supposed to eat throughout my life I might have ate more I used to have I used to have apple apple cores under my bed <laughs> sneaking them apples yeah my mom would like be like making them my bed and be like finding apple cores and all kind of like we didn't have a lot of cookies and candy growing up because my mom wasn't she wouldn't spend money on that but just like that we have run out my mom would be like what is you why are you eating extra food like I just would not be hungry I would not be satisfied like that's how I was growing up like I would eat dinner I eat my meal I even eat my sister and my brother's vegetables but I just mm-hmm. would not be satisfied and so I would sneak and get more food out of the yeah. fridge and so anyway my whole life was just this this just I always elevated in size but I always been very active I was on a double dutch team I was you used if you name it I was I was on the team I was I was active I was in middle school I was to sing and dance all through high school I sung and I danced and performed all through high school like my whole life was active so it wasn't like you know people try to put you in this like very stereotypical box of like you know you fat like you lazy you don't do nothing yeah and so it's like that was not my path that was not who I was I hated that and I still to this day hate that um, people mm-hmm. often try to put me into a box. Like people get shocked when they find out I dance or that, that I work out. Like, yeah, duh, everybody's not, you know, every and working out or whatever don't don't make you skinny. <laughs> it don't. It really don't. Your body shape size is gonna be what it is and it'd be maintained at a maybe a little better or whatever. Yeah, you know, but it ain't gonna make you skinny. I'm nowhere, wow. even with the surgery, I was gonna get nowhere near skinny. But I have gotten healthier. I've gotten better. Um, I'm still able to do more, more walking. I'm able to exercise more. And I think that's that's the other part of surgery. So that I do want to say is I don't recommend surgery for everybody. You know, surgery was very drastic. Um, I needed it because, um, like I said, I was I was increasing in size and weight and getting older. And even though I didn't, I didn't have a lot of health issues. I did begin to start developing high blood pressure. Um, it was very mild and they put me on like a little mild uh, medicine. But at that point I was like, okay, not even, even before that point, I was trying to get surgery years before, prior to that, like in my early twenties when I was like at 500 pounds and four something, but they didn't, because of my insurance, I couldn't get it at that time. And so that, and the gastric bypass was still kind of making its way through the insurance agencies accepting it. But I don't recommend this for everybody because it is a mental, you have to have your mental in check before you can do anything drastic. And I think even the same with natural surgery, I mean, natural weight loss, before you can begin this journey, you got to get your mental health together because there's no in a real way. And you know, maybe you can speak to that as well, Momo, like what are the mental things that you had to do to like really prepare yourself to to get on this weight loss journey? Because it's really- 
cycle. <laughs> what I had to do, I had to get off social media. I got off. I haven't been on Facebook, Instagram in like five years because I got tired mm-hmm. of seeing people and they changes and they transitions. I wanted to become my own woman and do me. So I had to leave the outside alone and focus more on me. I cut off all the friends that were fake friends. I just, I did a big cutoff. And once I did that cutoff and I started focusing on me, the weight started dropping. The stress was relieved. I was able to just do the things I wanted to do for me. I was able to eat the things that I felt comfortable with eating. Because, you know, if you go and you go out and eat with your friends and you want to get a salad, girl, you know you don't be getting no salad. You know you want to get the ribs. You know you want to get that chicken. Don't get no damn salad. Like you hate that? Yeah, so I I had to cut all that off. And once I cut everybody off and I was able to focus on me, life changed. I promise you. Yeah, I promise you. It's people. People are so fucking toxic that they'll get into your mind and have you feeling like you can't accomplish things when you can just do it. If you just put your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah, and that's yeah, the thing. I had to do a cut off. Like, for you to even stay on the journey, because um, how I began to start to gain gain some weight back was because life got stressful, and that's what I say about the mental health thing is you have to continue on making sure that you're taking care of yourself because then the weight can begin to creep back on. So my weight began to increase when I started master's program. I started Mm -hmm. the, I started the master's program and it was super stressful. And I got out of the regimen of preparing my meals, meal prepping and doing the whole nine and working out all of this stuff. It threw me straight off my plan I was like no and it took me it took it was very hard for me to even stay on some type of regimen so I don't go back to my old weight or blow all the way up I do know I do know people that have gained all of their weight lost by gastric bypass it's another reason why I tell people if this is not the end all be all gastric bypass is not something that's like oh yeah I'm gonna have it I'm gonna be skinny and that's gonna be it Hexed to the no. I've known people that have lost two, three hundred pounds, gone, and have went up over the years and have gained back the same two and three hundred pounds. I know too. That's why I was. I'm so scared of it. (laughs) You, you have to. You really have to stay focused, and you have to continue to stay focused. Um, and 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 stay on point. Stay on target. You know. And so, you know, I tell people all the time, like, it's just, it's not, it's not easy as what you think or what you see on social media or what you see other people look like, because it's a lot of sick days. Like having surgery is a change to your, to your body and to your natural system. It changes it all. So I have to forever take vitamins for the rest of my life. I have to take my vitamins. I have to take several, um, I, um, through the, it's the chewables, it's other, other vitamins like vitamin D, B1, uh, B12, calcium. calcium, you know, these things I have to take every day or at least monitor them. So I take them a few times a week. If it's whatever you're not getting out of your foods and stuff like that. And even yeah. your, because I had to bypass, I did not have the sleeve. Some people have the sleeve, which is different. You do have to Google it. It's very different. The bypass. Good, but, some, but I heard the sleeve sometimes it moves. It'll like shift. I don't know about the sleeve because, well, the sleeve is supposed to be just like it took a piece of your stomach. That's all they do with the sleeve is just take like half of your stomach off and remove it. Oh, okay. With the gastric bypass, we uh, I actually had my my 
my intestines rerouted. So it's a bypass of your small intestine. So I have like a little bit of small intestines and, and more of my larger intestines. So the small intestines is where you start absorbing a lot of your nutrients from whatever food you eat. So mm -hmm. a lot of that absorption process, my body misses all together. <laughs> you know, I get some of it in the large intestines, but a lot of it, it misses. So I have to take vitamins for the rest of my life. And I have to monitor my blood every, every year. Um, I go and get a blood workup and I have to get my blood checked to make sure that I'm getting the nutrients and vitamins that I need to stay alive, <laughs> which is very serious because I know people have had blood transfusions. I know people who have had horrible vitamin deficiencies. People have gone bald headed, lost their hair, nails, skin horrible. It's, it's no joke. It's no joke. It's no joke. If you don't do your body right, you can end up being a wreck. Yeah. And looking a wreck. And so that's why I say everybody it does not qualify for it. I think it's needed, um, you know, emergency or last resort for people who are extremely obese, like 400 pounds and up. That's just my recommendation. People out there, I know people would say otherwise, but that's my thing. And then even with that, they should undergo undergo the 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 therapy and most insurances uh demand it like that you go to therapy at least a few times I think before you go I think they should increase that to like at least six months of therapy at least six months of therapy um mm -hmm. more if people could because like I said that therapy piece it it's going to help you go through your whole life I've been 10 years out of surgery and I'm having to go back to things that like I learned at square one to now work on getting this extra weight off that, that, you know, that I've put on and to continue to move on to my goal weight. And so it, that's what I said, it's, it's that when you have stressors in your life, you start going back to your old ways. And that's why oh, that's so real. every piece is so important to help you to um, not to go back to old ways and old habits, you know? Facts. So, yeah. Yeah. So what, about cool. what, about, what about your love life? Let's get, I don't know, on this. Born well, on my, my love life is peachy right now, but back then it wasn't that easy. It was difficult because with being heavier, you'll have somebody, but it was like you was in the dark, you know? You wasn't, that, you wasn't that girlfriend that was getting flossed at the movie theaters. You wasn't holding yeah. hands because niggas was embarrassed. Like, you yeah. know, it was, it was kind of No, hard. for real. I had a dude that came and picked him up at night. I thought it was coincidence. I didn't know that yeah. he was just like, I did not even know. I'm like, I mean, no. in the daytime, we didn't do nothing. But at he night, he wanted to him. rock my world. Yeah. <laughs> He wanted to come through, take me to the movies. Girl, take me to the wow. movies and everything. We were seeing like the last show with like 10 o'clock. Exactly. I thought it was just because he got off work late. He wanted to rest, girl. It was mm -mm. No, no. And then be having multiple women have his time set. It was, it was a struggle because then and with the bad relationships came more eating because food was comfort. Yeah. The neck of the game, mm -hmm. the weight game. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was a lot. It was toxic. So would y'all say that your sex life changed since Ooh, the weight yeah. loss? <laughs> so after that, I, I was I like to talk about that. <laughs> so 
so when my I husband. lost my first hundred pounds, it was like my I've always been a freak. I, I'm gonna say that, you know, I've always been that. Like somebody that's like sexual drive is up. Now I don't have a lot of partners, but I'm just saying my sexual drive is up. <laughs> but I have to say, when I lost my first like hundred pounds, I think it was like towards the end of the year, and I had I had healed up um, from an additional surgery I had at the same time, and man, <laughs> yeah, I could have got pregnant a few times. I was just like. And because it just happens, like your whole body was like wanted you like to ravage some meat. It was just like wow. you be ready to try that new body out. That's all. <laughs> Let me get this new body a go. Let's see what exactly. she got. <laughs> oh my hmm. gosh! Yeah, yeah. Mocha. Yes, ma'am. Well, and how's it changed for you? I mean, okay, so okay. Back then, I, my standards are different now because now I don't like to date big men because now that I've lost the weight, I prefer to have someone a little that's a little less heavier. So with that, it's like, okay, it's less sweating. It's not as hot. You know, we don't got to have a fan on all the time. It's, it's a little different. It's, it's better to me, you know, because when you big and and you dating a big man, and it's like, okay, it's hot in here. Like, turn the fan on, open the window. Where's the jug of water on the side? Like, we need all that. But now it's it's a little more comfortable. So sex is, is com- it's more comfortable now. I can say that. Oh, my gosh. That's how I learned. That's when I first felt comfortable. I think I had to lose another, I, I want to say maybe when I got to, like, 150 pounds loss. Mm-hmm. When I did the writing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's you know, when you know you that's when you know you lost the weight. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> that's when you know. I was like, I never would have, and it trust me, it took some coaching. It was with somebody <laughs> I was with and I trusted, and I still was like, no, no, no. He was like, come on, come on. I was like, no. no. Okay. Because you'd be nervous, you'd be all bashful, like I can't do it. <laughs> no. For and once you get real. up there, you are you a natural cow woman. Because guess what? One time I tried. Okay, let me get a little quick story. One time I tried it when I was almost about five hundred twenty-five pounds, and I did try it right with mm-hmm. a guy, and um, I had lymphoma, so I had a big like, and lymphoma is like a big mass that hangs off your leg, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get on my knee. We we we, we tried a few ways to try to get it, because <laughs> at first my lymphoma was getting away. So I, I couldn't like bend my knee all the way. And so we had figured out, I think it was on the floor or something. And I had to get on top. <laughs> and I promise y'all, I he shifted or something. I thought he felt uncomfortable. Anyway, I took it as he felt uncomfortable, but he, he didn't. He did kind of gasp. I did hear some air. I don't know, but he <laughs> was like, he was like, no, all I know is I got so scared. I think it was a shift or a gasp. I, I can't remember. All I know I got so scared. I, I tried to jump. I tried to get up off of him so fast. And I ended up like squishing into his chest. I was like, I was trying to move and I couldn't move that much because I had a lymphoma that was in my leg. Y'all, it was so dramatic. I think I started crying. I was shaking. It was so dramatic for me. And I was like, no, I hurt you. And he's like, no, you didn't hurt me. You didn't hurt me. And I'm like, no, I did, I did, I did. I was so panicky. So 
for me to try that again later after 120, 50 pounds lost, it was like, that's why it was traumatic for me to even begin again with a new partner to try to do it. <laughs> Cause I was like, no, I remembered in my mind. Oh. Like, I felt like I heard him, even though afterwards he was like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I, to me, I felt like I did, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, it was traumatic. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's less belly slapping going on. <laughs> I can say that. Once you lose that weight, it's, it's, it's a little nice. I'm on top of the stomach. Put my belly on your butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, I tried. I didn't try a few things. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't got on top of somebody's face since then. I would. And this is things that I wouldn't have done at six hundred pounds at all. Mm-hmm. Man. I didn't roll the nigga face. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the riding. I didn't dig backwards, cowgirl. I didn't. They like it. Sure. Yeah, I didn't get quite a few positions. Give them what they want. <laughs> So I'll just say that the weight loss does expand your abilities. Yeah. A little more. Actually. I feel like now that I lost the weight, I'm a little more flexible. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. I can do some stuff. Oh, yeah. it's so handsome. Girl, yeah. I can almost put my legs behind my head. <laughs> I need you to show up. Oh, Stop they touch, they can touch my elbows. Well, Look. shit, my shit, my shit still can go behind my head, baby. I'm gonna fucking do something. I'm gonna be climbing some wall, turn upside down on this damn bed. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop this. Not talking about stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> Stop, honey. I will definitely, yeah. I definitely can hold my legs up and do some stuff. So that's why I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't knock the weight loss, but I, I, I want to definitely tell people like have caution before you go, before you do anything, make sure you're doing it for not you, because yeah, if, you don't, if you're not doing it for you, it don't matter how Get you go that about fucking doing computer. it, whether it's natural or whether it's surgery, yeah. you are not going to be successful, period, you're not going to mm-hmm. be successful if you're not doing it for you. It got to be uh, for you. That's it. Yeah, and if you gotta block everybody out that's discouraging you, do that because that's yeah. what I did. It helps when you don't got the the second person in your ear, the middleman talking shit. If you don't got that person around, then you good. Yeah. Absolutely, so people gonna people gonna talk you out of it because they don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see you healthy. They want you to be sad, depressed, and dark or in a sunken spot. They because like they, they feed off you. of that. They don't want you doing better than them. As long as they still have it in their head, in their mental that, okay, I may be this amount of weight, but she's still this amount Mm -hmm. of weight, so I'm not doing too bad. You know what I'm saying? They'll say, like, yeah, she pretty, but she big, so I could be the the one with the nice body if my face ain't up part you know what i'm saying yeah. they'll use your weight against you for real yeah but it can't be used against you because at the end of the day guess what they still jelly i'm telling you anybody that was just with me then is even more jealous now they face is completely in the sand that is because your personality who you are always going to reign supreme regardless yeah. <laughs> that's why i said one All thing in your heart Oh yeah, one thing about me, I ain't never lost no no sweat on nobody. And I and I want to say another thing, like 
a lot of times, you know, people think, oh, you have low self-esteem because you fat, all that. I ain't had one ounce of low self-esteem, not a day in my life. Not a mm-hmm. day in my life. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had my moments. It got dark. I have, for me. I had mm-hmm. my moments because sometimes when you at a heavy state, it's like, damn, it's, it gets hard for you. It's not easy sometimes, especially like in the summertime. For me, I hated the summertime because everybody's wearing their bathing suits, looking cute to the beach. I couldn't do that. It was like, I, I just didn't have the confidence to do that. It was like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the one with the t-shirt and the shorts on. I'm not wearing no bathing suit. Hell no, I ain't showing this belly or these arms or these legs. <laughs> yeah, because also too, what adds to that is a lot of people, it's like self-esteem starts from within, confidence starts from within, and that's yeah. true. But it also has to do with who you allow around your inner circle. So if you're dealing with a man who only, you know what I'm saying, who you know for a fact is into you, but not into you enough to where he wants to be public about what's going on. Now, I'm not saying, Mm. you know, take me outside, fuck me in the middle of the street, but definitely you know what i'm saying show me that i'm important to you show me that i'm beautiful to you show me that you're not ashamed to be seen in public with me let's do those cute little things that couples do you know go to the movies um walk the mall go out to eat different things if you my friend you know and you smaller than me why can't we still do things you know what i'm saying that that friends should be able to do and not base it off of weight why do i have to be the friend that's always standing in the back of y'all why do I always you know so even if you're confident those things will start tearing away at you because you'll start noticing little different traits you feel what I'm saying and but that's I mean that's but but that's being angry about that though that's not saying that you hate yourself no I think that's what I'm that's what I'm relating to like people feel like because you fat then you dislike who you are and that's what I'm saying. I never had a day where I just like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, you ugly. I loved every bit of fat. I thought I was a bomb. And I, my anger, my frustration always came from people. Why do you, what do they see? Like, why? I always was like, why? My mother could tell you when I was a kid and I got teased at school and I was crying, it's, come home. My mama, mm-hmm. I, I told my mama said, I don't know what they see because I don't see what they see. I don't know why they calling me ugly or why they calling me this. But the cold was, part, yeah. the cold part about school, the motherfuckers were cruel though. They would say oh, something yeah. to you. They oh, would yeah. try to, they try to break you down in school, make you not even want to go to class half the time. But I was still the prettiest mm-hmm. thing in there, and I knew I was. That was the thing. I was like, I'm, I'm cuter than them. My clothes is cuter. My hair. My mama. All, I had to give it to my mama. She used to hell about me. I was always. <laughs> and and that may and that may like i was saying prior to that may be you know what i'm saying that if you already confident then it is what it is but it's some people who are still confident but they also allow who they hang around with or what's going on surrounding them also take away from how they feel about themselves they may start off confident full of you know self-esteem full of self-pride but then later down the line based off of those people that's around them their inner circle you feel what i'm saying those who yeah. who's the closest to them it'll start pulling away you know what i'm saying yeah. slowly but surely and then you find yourself in a stunt in a sunken place battling depression you know what i'm saying having self-issued um situations going on within yourself so like no. and I do. Saying, and I good. would say too. Yeah, I would it's say the same thing. I did have that. that. 
and yeah. and it's good to purge off of that and remove yeah. yourself from people and situations just so you could fully realign yourself yeah. and once yeah. you realign yourself you'll be able to come out with clear eyes and see okay you're not for me you're not for me yeah. you want this you want that let me back you up let me place you here and that's how you'll start rebuilding yourself but that's a blessing that you know you were still able all throughout all these years you know almost being no I did I did have a moment where I was afraid of the world like I I did have a moment where it was like I said it wasn't about me it was I had gotten so afraid of the world because at one point I used to get teased going out you know like I I was like 500 pounds going up to the 600 rounds I got more talked about and more teased. So it did get to a point. I had a point in my life where I didn't want to leave the house. Uh, I guess that you would categorize it as like, yeah, that's that, that's that sunken place I'm talking about. Yeah, I did, I did get I, to that I place. I went through a depression for a whole year where I didn't even want to go to work sometimes. Yeah, you know? mine was about six months. It was about six months and I uh, three to six months or so. I can't remember it because it was such a blur, but I remember not wanting to go outside anymore. And I told my mom, I was like, I'm tired. I remember crying. Yeah. I said, Mom, I'm tired. I'm tired of everybody. Why can I live my life and go about being normal and treated equally? I just I said, I'm tired. I'm tired. People are cruel as fuck. I swear yeah. people are cruel. They oh, say yeah. some fucked up things to you about you. They don't care. Not no. knowing, not knowing you could be going through so much, but they just looking at your appearance like, oh yeah, big fat slob. Yep. You ain't doing shit. You're lazy, yep. this, that, and the other. But they don't even know what you're going through in life. Yep. They don't care. It's just yeah. people being judgmental. I remember that. At that point, I do remember. It's not fair. But it's not fair. You gotta, gotta tear yourself away from people. That's how I feel. Like, if you just leave, I feel like if I leave people alone, I'll be okay. And I don't mm-hmm. want to be like that, but it worked for me. <laughs> and not only that, that's the, you know, that's at times the safest. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, shouldn't have nobody toxic nobody toxic around you you know that's yeah. the safest when it gets to a point where you start making me say second guess myself where you exactly. start you know what i'm saying making me feel some type of way and you know it'd be too many little emotions and ill feelings too much too much negativity you know what i'm saying that's yeah. when it's time to just cut that on off and then what get, and what oh, got ahead. me the most is like i would talk to people the people i thought were my friends quote unquote thought were my friends i would open up to them about my weight and stuff and then they'll act like they was down for me and then turn around and tell my business to somebody else like yeah she's sad she's depressed she's going through this she's going through that i don't know if i want to hang with her no more because she's too dark like no you don't tell me because i'm telling you because i'm feeling like i'm comfortable with you and i can tell you what i'm going through it instead of talking about me let's help me you know i never had that support of course they're still going to want to hang around you and i'm gonna tell you why they're still going to hang around you because at the end of the day that spirit that you have is something that they lack Mm -hmm. right so they still want to be able to have that access to you because you're the positive one whether they want to acknowledge it or not you know you have a beautiful spirit beautiful soul about yourself you know what i'm saying you may you may light of a situation so they're still gonna want you around but they're gonna want to tear you down enough to where you still believe that in the back of your mind this is the only true friend that i have this is the only true man that i have you know what i'm saying they'll start playing little scenarios like you see what i mean that's why you need to just fuck with me because i'm your real friend you know they will always i had to learn 
Oh yeah, but for me too, like that, that 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 toxic relationship I had. Absolutely. He told me that time he was like, Absolutely. "Yeah, ain't nobody gonna ever love you like I love you because that no Absolutely. niggas gonna like big girls." Like I didn't hurt it all, child. Absolutely. I, all. I, remember, I remember even from family, like as I begin to lose weight, and I say family, but friends. As I begin to lose weight, people always make this comment. You probably gonna you probably gonna echo it too, Momo. And typically, people say. Don't get too skinny. Start looking all sick and stuff. Wait, this the one. This the one right here. This the one. Oh, if you get small, your head gonna be bigger than your body. Exactly. <laughs> Hell no. People always talk about you gonna start looking like a crackhead, looking all sick. You like what the heck? Wait a minute. Your oh, eyes gonna hard. sink in your head if you lose weight. <laughs> you know why? The way they, people always try to make so. even your weight loss into something you can't be like, What the heck? I Instead of encouraging the motherfucker, they're trying to tell you everything for you to not want to lose weight. <laughs> because they get comfortable. Weight? They get comfortable. They know that yeah, once you lose weight and once you gain that confidence, not saying that the weight loss has to do with confidence, but it's going to make you see yourself in a brand new light because for yeah. once, you're putting yeah. yourself first. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? That self-care, you're putting yourself first. So once you start putting your, yourself first, those who you were putting before yourself feel like yeah. they get to a point where they're going to lose that access to you. They're going to lose that privilege of being able to use you at your disposal when they feel like it. Mm-hmm. So once you start putting that self-care first, you know, it becomes an issue. And that's when they'll start, you know, mentioning little things. Like it was once a time where um, I've always battled with like weight loss. My thing was I had got to a point to where I was so scared because I had always heard, like, you're so pretty to be a big girl. You're so pretty to be a big girl. You got a beautiful face. You got this and you got that. So I was always so scared to lose weight because I was scared of how my body would look. Because me being Mm-mm. 600, you know, 620 pounds now, my I'm solid for the most part. So I was always, and I thank God for height because the height plays into that, but I was always so nervous and so scared to lose weight because of how my body would look. And baby mama, you know, it's been plenty of times that I didn't cry to you on the phone. Really want to lose weight. You know, really want (laughs) to lose weight, really want to take it serious, really want to do it. And then I would get so self-conscious because I was worried about how my body would look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the flap that would come, the just everything that would come that will that will also make what I felt worse yeah. in my opinion. Because I'm already big, but the thing that I have is that I'm solid. So if I lose this weight, I'ma still be big, but I'm gonna be flabby as hell, looking like a flying squirrel. Like it was just so many things going on <laughs> in my mind. Wait but a minute, though, because right I'm now, tell you I, have, now. I have a little bit of the loose skin, but it's not like, Ugh, you can get it like, paid for it to be taken out. off. I yeah, and see, you, I got mine paid for to be taken off. My little okay, phone was hanging on my leg, taken off. But, my but stomach, like, like, I'm like, just trying to work like, it out. Yeah. You can have it paid Wait. for to be taken off, honey. That's why I tell her, don't worry about it. You just want to get the weight off. Exactly. Me. She said a flying squirrel. A no, flying squirrel. Yeah, that that was that was really my downfall. But it had gotten to a point where it it I could say it was two major times in my life where I really really took weight loss serious. Once once was I had started going to this weight doctor and they would give you like little B12 shots and give you little pills and stuff and you know um and it and it was working. I was losing weight. Um, I would notice how. I was dealing with a hater and I would notice that, you know, 
where I would only be able to pass maybe two or three driveways by my house that by the next week I was able to hit a block by the second week I was able to go two blocks you know so I started mm-hmm. noticing like my body changing so um one night I was working out and this is when you know like the weeds was really really going so one night I was working out and you know on the weed or whatever and my mom's ex-boyfriend at the time was at the house and he was sitting in the living room like watching me you know and my sister work out whatever doing a weed and he just like blurted out you know but he tried to do it in a low way where you really can play, play pay attention to what he was saying like that and he just blurted out well so once he said that you know you try to keep face and act like you you, you not bothered by what that person is saying you know you're trying to act and pretend like it's okay it's fine you don't care you're not gonna let I'm not gonna let what this person is saying you know affect how I feel but of course my mom went off on him and was like what the fuck are you trying to say like what made you say that and he kept saying like I don't know you know I was just thinking about something but you really was thinking about the fact that I'm sitting here big as hell working out in front of you and it is what it is he um Again, I tried to act like, you know, it wasn't nothing. I was confident. But later on that night when it was just me, it tore me down. You know, because it's like, no matter what, I'm still working. I'm still putting forth the effort to try. You know what I'm saying? And people are still, no matter how much you try, they still talk about you. So it put me back in a place like, what the fuck am I doing this for? And then I had an incident where I started noticing where people would would notice I was losing weight before I did. And once haters that was around me, you know, started hearing like, oh, Jazz, you losing weight. And other people complimenting me like, Jazz, you losing weight. All of a sudden, the trips and the support to the doctor clinic, you know, the weight loss clinic stopped. So that put me back in the place that I was at. So it's, it's, it's hard to tell it's a it's a very mental thing and I'm just trying to get to a point to where I like fully get my mental together because it's something that I do want to pursue it's something I want to do naturally um you know what I'm saying just so I can have that work and be able to put in that self-care that self-love for myself but I, I commend you ladies for doing it and you know what I'm saying, handling the business and getting it done and putting yourselves first and, you know, not stopping no matter how hard the journey was, no matter how many hiccups came along the way, you yeah, ladies still yeah. pushed forward and still made it happen. So I congratulate you ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That anybody could do it though. For real. Exactly. Absolutely. So my question is another question I want to ask you ladies is what is one major craving that you ladies have after this weight loss? That is one thing that is like, I know if I, once I taste it, once I eat it, I'm not going to stop. Oh shit. You want to go first, Nessa? Oh yeah. I know it all off gate. So when I was talking <laughs> with my nutritionist, <laughs> when they have that, they have this appointment and they ask you that, they ask you something similar to that, like, what's the one thing like you cannot say no to, right? And I told them off gate with no, with no breath. I was like, macaroni and cheese, mm. homemade macaroni and cheese. At Like if it's at any gathering, 
any function, any holiday, anything, I'm going to eat it. Period. I, it was, it's not, I don't care if it's on my diet plan or not. I don't care. Uh, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Will I, you know, I've learned how to modify my eating it. Like, you know, just have like, you know, half a cup or whatever, or a cup or half a cup, depending on what, I, what else I'm eating. But that is something that I have not taken off of my, my, you know, eating. I just, I don't make it. My parents don't make it, but let's say I'm, like I said, if I'm at a family gathering or whatever, so have you, <laughs> I, I will still, I will put it on my plate. Dieting or not, I will put it right on my plate. And it's crazy because <laughs> ours is kind of similar. It's just not the Mac. It's just the cheese. Oh. <laughs> so it's mine, oh, is cheese. Cheese. mine is cheese and wine. Like, I don't give oh, a fuck if it's cheddar, Gouda, Sharp. Uh, uh, blue oh, cheese. Oh, yeah. I'm a cheese. Cheddar. I love cheese. Like, oh, yeah. cheese is friends. my weakness. Oh, yeah. We new friends. Cheese is everything. <laughs> Especially when you pair it with different wines and you snacking on that cheese. You got that wine in one hand, that cheese in the other. Let's talk about it. Mm. Mm. And don't have, and then, and I like cheese it's the cracker. <laughs> that's like my chip. Like, if I have a box of cheeses, I gotta put it to the side because if I have it out, it's gonna get it's gonna get gone. They gonna get wow. gone. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that box gonna get gone. That's what I said. Yeah, that's that's it. my weakness. Yeah. Yep. Jesus, Jesus, everything. Even though it ain't good for you, but it's good to you. <laughs> it, it, like it's like definitely cheese is on my meal plan like when I, do things, I you know cheese is there I don't like it's some meal that's what I say I, I know you probably do a different meal than I, yeah I can't I can't cheese is definitely okay so Nessa have you ever tried vegan cheese because that's some type of cheese I never no, tried before. I did I try never it. had it that's one thing I've never had I, I had it I had it I had it I bought it was in the slices let me tell you it was organic Ooh vegan cheese because I was like you know let me try because they the ladies know I, I do I did like this thing with meatless Mondays I do like meatless options mm -hmm. so I I will and girl I, I picked up some vegan cheese I was like let me see you know I don't mind if it's good I don't Here mind go. no I threw I took a corner <laughs> and I know and and maybe because my mouth my, my palate is so like a cheese connoisseur it was just like, like what <laughs> no for real I couldn't even and I and trust me I could take some taste of some things because I know when you're dieting everything don't taste well right you have to eat it to kind of get past you know and then get your body used to it no that vegan mm -hmm. cheese not hitting. girl I tried it again another day because I was like let me try it again let me get my mind right girl no almost barf I said no somebody was telling me like try vegan cheese it tastes just like real cheese I said if it ain't real cheese and it ain't hitting like real cheese I'm gonna be mad yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck her I'll throw it on the ground now, <laughs> I've, tried, I've tried um yeast you know a lot of people vegans they'll use the yeast as a cheese alternative because it gives off like especially like toasted yeast it give off that cheesy flavor so a friend of mine she put yeast on some popcorn for but me but ain't yeast yeast ain't good for you though right doesn't it make bread rise and that's this uh, okay okay i didn't i didn't eat a lot of it i'm just saying this is i know that's a part of what vegans use is yeast 
for oh. that cheese flavor because it gives off a cheese. Because my friend said she put some on some popcorn mm. and had me taste it, and it did. It tastes like cheddar cheese popcorn. See? The yeast on there. And I said, okay, I can eat this. This is good. You know, I had some with her. I was like, okay, this is cool, a nice little alternative. I personally don't buy yeast and go and use it, but I tried it with her and I said, okay, you know, I would definitely eat it again. Um, and I think they use it too at this vegan restaurant that I've tried out here in the Bay. Um, they use it in their mac and cheese. Mm. They make mac and cheese. Yeah, they use yeast. Um, but so, yeah, I don't, yeah, but the vegan cheese, heck no, heck no. Oh, see, mm-hmm. I think you know vegan. Yeah, I, I haven't even tried that. I don't I even know what vegans up, eat. No what vegan. do vegans eat? Every plant, the plant. That's vegetarian. <laughs> vegetarian. No, they eat. No, yeah, they but eat you plants. know, vegans don't eat eggs, and they don't eat all. They don't eat oh, nothing. I eat so nothing from. An I don't animal. fry them, but I boil the fuck out of an egg. Yeah, they don't do. <laughs> eggs. Yeah, they don't do no <laughs> eggs, and they don't do no honey. You know, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like honey, honey. They don't, they don't, <laughs> because vegan is a lifestyle. Like I was just gonna say, it's, it's it really is a whole. It's a whole lifestyle. It's a change of thinking. They don't have any. They don't eat anything that come from an animal. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's a whole lifestyle thing. That's another reason why I don't do vegan. Have y'all watched a, that lady? What's her name? I gotta think of her name. Oh my gosh, she's Tabitha. Yeah, she's so beautiful. Yeah, like her, it changed oh, her yeah, skin. I her. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I like her. Mm-hmm. She got the most bangingest recipes. So yeah, she do. Like I said, I'll give it a try. I always eat vegan. Have options. you ever had tofu? Yeah, oh God, it's terrible. Oh, but shit. I have, I'm not gonna lie. I had tofu for the first time last week. My client's partner. She had went to this little vegetarian place and ordered some food, and they had a cauliflower fried rice, and they had chunks of tofu in it. I didn't yeah. know what it was. The shit tastes like chicken. I no, guess they seasoned. They, they seasoned probably soaked. They probably soaked it. Okay, soaked no, it. It's in. good. Tofu is good. You can work with Girl, tofu. You yeah. gotta be out your mind. No, you, all you gotta do is season it and let it soak. You gotta season put it. Seasoning. Yeah, you gotta. Do you put know how a stale piece of cottage cheese? No, that's somebody oh, no, didn't cook it right. I eat that. I won't eat that. Somebody mm-hmm. didn't cook it right. It. No, I got it. I, that's a lie. I took half of it. Two slices of it. Now left the fucking brick in the refrigerator right now. Yeah, it wasn't right. bad. You it, no, but it they wasn't have, bad. They have the firm, they got the medium, they got yes. it all. But baby, that's not for black people. Sorry. Mm. Girl, stop. Don't say mm. that. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that because I like I like tofu and I've made it oh. I made tofu tacos for my family. They didn't even know it was tofu tacos. So you think you? But it so wasn't bad though. In the cauliflower fried rice, I like yeah. that. Yeah, it had me thinking about becoming a vegan. I'm like, oh, no, you. no, ma'am. Right. No, but not right. a vegan, but a vegetarian. Not a vegan vegetarian. Let me tell you, I rather eat. I rather yeah. eat, yeah. eat that tofu. I rather eat that cauliflower rice than mm-hmm. eat tofu because you can. I basically I can't eat nothing that is like it. They made it taste like nothing. Then you have to season it. And then once you season the outside tastes good, but then you start tasting it, it the texture. No, you gotta soak it in the spices. I I'm telling you, it go on it, ahead with that. It, it works <laughs> good. I fried, I fried tofu cubes and gave it to my family, and they didn't even know it was tofu. It tasted they, like they fried must, they, they must have had no taste, baby, because baby. No, they did mm. have taste. Oh God. 
Ooh, I would the never thing try about to tofu is you do you do gotta kind of give it a lot of sodium though. That that'll yeah. be the downside to tofu. So, you gotta that, give it a lot I'm of saying. sodium. At that, really point, at that point, you just don't need to eat it. You might as well go boil you some vegetables or something. So ain't nobody sitting up there trying to get some dang on white this piece of shit. You got to make it overnight. And then the other, other downside to tofu. Hold on, I don't know why I'm feedback. The other downside to tofu too is um that it's made out of soy. And I heard soy not that good for you. That's why I'm yeah, it's not. So if you have a thing with cysts and tumors, it's and cancer, ovarian cancer, it, it feeds hormones. It's yeah, it's not good. So I had to let it go. Um, I heard that I have, too. I have a history of uh ovarian cysts and tumors and stuff. So I had they they told me to definitely reduce eating it. Um yeah. so that's why I had to kind of let tofu go. I have it every now and then, you know, just because I like yeah. it. But that, that was my first time having it last week. It wasn't bad, but you know, it's like a mystery meat to me because I don't know what it's made out of. <laughs> I don't even. Know. Yeah, it's soy. It's the soy plant thingies, right? But it's more. <laughs> it's more stuff added to it, though. Oh yeah, they can have that. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. But it it has been some little vegan dishes I've seen that look good. Like it was one I seen where it was this girl who like grounded up walnuts, like super duper fine, to where it looked like ground beef, and mm. she did like with mm. the spices, the oils, and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like real good. And she literally like was handing them out for people to taste, and everybody was like it's good like you know what i'm saying they didn't they were shocked that it was walnuts mm, so you know yes. me baby mama. i love mexican food so i was like <gasps> oh i was just about to say have you Heck heard of yeah. sugar taco sugar taco in west hollywood what it's a, no uh, it's a it's a place in west hollywood or is it north hollywood it's one of them it's in hollywood and it's a vegetarian taco place where they have burritos wet burritos breakfast burritos tacos and it's all vegetarian let me look this up it's called it's called sugar taco and they even serve Mm -hmm. you tequila and horchata if you want to but everything is i say look i need to take me a little field trip And it looks good. Yeah. I hear that that slutty vegan in Atlanta is hitting. I heard that too. I I I heard that. Next time we go to Atlanta, we we about to all be up in there. Yeah. I see that line is real long. Around the corner. I'm going to Atlanta with y'all. I'm I'm telling you. You better. You better. Turn up and turn out. You better. 2021. Okay, hopefully we ain't got to wear no face masks by then. We still going to be wearing masks. Y'all, masks is going to be in the new normal. Let's <laughs> get ready. Bad. It was not bad when I went. I had a really good time. People were still keeping their distance. You know what I'm saying? They was following, like, protocol and different shit like that. It was not... I did not have a bad Atlanta experience at all. At all. Even yeah, when it we was went good. out, like, it, was. it was good. I had an awesome I time. I want to go to the trap museum. Let's go. Oh my God. Yeah. I see, I see T.I. got it set up with Nip. I love me some Nip. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I seen it. I did it. I did it. Once you do it once, you gotta go want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> be honest. It's just a museum. It's a small little museum, but I mean, it's good to go. I just it's good to go at least once. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I guess for different. I want to get it But if you like into rap and into that street shit, then you know you're gonna go in there with a whole different experience. And I want to go to Pumps and Petals. Is that the name of K Michelle Restaurant? Petals yeah, and petals and pearls and pe- something. Pearls, pearls and petals. Pumps. Okay. You know, that's our that's our girl. I love oh you. Oh my okay. god. Okay. So we gotta go. Just know that everything in Atlanta is a long line. If you unless you call and get an appointment, we're gonna have to get us an appointment in. Mm-hmm. Going to get chained up. And let's go. But I'm down. But I appreciate you, ladies, for coming on the podcast tonight. And sharing y'all experiences. Oh yeah, we gotta have a part two. Absolutely. So after this, we can start a whole new one to talk about this new topic. But is there anything else that you, you ladies, wanna one last little tip that y'all wanna put out for anybody who you know is on the weight loss journey? You could do anything if you put your mind to it. Fuck what the naysayers have to say. The the haters just do you if you feel like it's best for you do what you feel is best for you if you want to eat a salad if you want to eat a steak make sure you eat your steak but eat it in moderation and if if you want to just you know if you want to do it just do it if anybody try to discourage you you block that person out block them leave them alone don't even talk to them no more and just continue to focus on you and do what makes you happy yeah Yeah. i love that nessa Oh yeah, I just want to tell people do do what it is for you. If you want to lose weight, do it for you. If you don't, do it for you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. period. Because right. it's not going to change nothing. If you don't have a mind to want to help you, whatever it is, do whatever you need to do for you. Then it is not going to matter. And so I want to say too, it's not that you know you lose weight to not be fat and I think I just want to say that part um you lose weight to just be healthier or not say not even not even say lose weight you just become healthier by your activities by your food and yes weight loss will happen but mm-hmm. you just strive for healthy that's it just strive for healthy I think that's it because healthiness that. it leads to a long life that's it just strive for healthy absolutely because, yeah that's that's what's important uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. thank you, ladies, so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I love the heavy hitters. Hey. And thank you all for listening. May you guys have a good night. Yes. Make sure you guys are following the heavy hitters' um, social media accounts. Also, too, if able and it's on your heart, please donate to our fundraiser. We're having a fundraiser at this time to bless a family with Christmas. So if you guys are, you know, feeling touched to do so, please do so. Um, Hit up the Heavy Hitters official Instagram for more information on that. You guys all have a good night. And we're out. God bless. Bye-bye.